0: watch out for the Freestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, live. From Walpole, Mass. It's Andrew Patterson to talk about UFC 14. This is the immediate reaction show on the filibuster freestyle. We're actually not going to talk Game of Thrones in the month of July, which I find crazy. But we found a way to get there on July 30th. Andrew Patterson, how are you, buddy? I am am excellent. Uh, Just one small critique
1: of your Open. I believe you said it was our immediate reaction to UFC 14, in which case we are about, I would say, almost 20 years too late.
0: For UFC I thought 15. I said 214. I, I meant to say 214. I may, maybe, I misheard maybe I'm just too eager to make fun of the host. That's it. Well, that's, that, that is your shtick. Uh, you know, anyway, <laughs> that's fine, though. I appreciate you coming at me hot uh, at 11... Uh, sorry, 10.32 in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yet to have a sip of coffee, but it is sitting here, so I might get progressively better during this uh, brief podcast. But I didn't want to do an immediate, immediate reaction show last night. One, uh... It was it was like you know one in the morning. Two, right. I was driving home from Rira, which is the Irish bar in town here, home of the Queen City Gooners Arsenal fan club. Uh, I paid ten bucks to watch it with a bunch of people I didn't know instead of seventy at my house by myself. Uh, n- not because I don't I wouldn't do that, just because I figured what the hell, save sixty bucks. And I did nurse one Guinness and one glass of water over three hours. So I'm pretty impressed with my lack of intake. That is impressive. And did you talk to anyone when you were there? I talked to a couple dudes. Um, actually, one quick funny story. I didn't mean for this to be a lot a long podcast, but no, go typically when you go to a place that has like an upstairs and a downstairs, the special event thing is upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Good. So when I got there, it said uh, five dollars DJ, ten dollars uh, UFC fight. Okay. Oh when I got there, probably at nine thirty, so like a little bit before the main like the, the main pay per view started at ten Eastern. So I pay the girl at the door, and I think, okay, well, I must be upstairs. They just gave me like a special wristband, and yeah. the, the people who paid before me did not pay for the wristband. They paid for the DJ, and they went straight downstairs. Okay. <laughs> so I walk upstairs, and I'm like, man, these are some fancily dressed UFC fans. Yeah, which would be very strange. And then I kind of, I'm like, okay, well, these people clearly maybe are clearing out because they're like with a wedding party. So I'm like, I'll go further back. There are, there are gifts on the table. There's a Mr. and Mrs. hanging from the TV. They're watching like MTV. Clearly, it was an engagement or a wedding party or an after party. Right. That somehow nobody stopped me. I was like, oh, wait, sir, you and your Seattle Supersonics green hat can't go into the land of suits and ties. Yeah. But thanks. Uh, apparently, what was really happening was the DJ was going to be upstairs, but they had to clear the wedding party out first. So that was my first mistake. But So I did talk to some people up there because I was like – Is this UFC? (laughs) And they were like, no, this is like Megan and Tim's party. I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm out of here. Do
1: you think that, like, right now as we're having this UFC discussion, either Megan or Tim is having a discussion with their friend who's like, who was the guy in the Seattle Supersonics cap? I don't think I've
0: ever met him before. Yeah, and he didn't leave a present. No, I don't, I, I was literally in and out of there in like forty five seconds, but it felt like forty five minutes as I was putting together all the pieces of like, you're the only clown who paid ten dollars to come to somebody else's engagement party in a seat, in a supersonic suit. Right. All right. An inauspicious start. But anyway, so I did talk to a couple more people, most of whom are morons. Because you called it last night, you said John Jones, Daniel Cormier two is going to attract. A lot of dudes who are coming out to watch the fight, many of whom don't know what the hell they're talking about. And I got that in spades last night.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, I mean, just if we want to dive right into the fights, I think think the first we see it is you said the bar was very unhappy with the Cerrone decision,
0: which I, I just don't see how you give Donald Cerrone either the first or the third round in that fight. Definitely not the first round. And, and and he definitely won the second round. I feel like Lawler probably kind of gassed, and, and Cerrone had to have it. So Third Yeah, match. I mean,
1: Lawler's fought a few more
0: five-round fights yeah, okay. than, than Cerrone has. And I think it was Joe Rogan who said
1: it in there, but Donald is the most popular guy in the UFC who's never been champion.
0: Right. He's kind of like, I and mean, I can't think of an NBA or like a sports equivalent, but it's that regular season guy who plays exciting all the time, but then come playoff time, he doesn't have the talent to get there. Something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Donald Cerrone could, if you put him up against anybody in that division, he could he, I mean, he could win. But yeah. he would never be the type of guy who's going to have a long run. As yeah,
0: you. you can't sustain it. Okay, but speaking speaking is- of can't sustain it. Just really quickly, I, I, I want to know, uh, I didn't watch the prelims, but you told me about a guy who has a very sustainable nickname, Andre Touchy Feely. Yeah, it's the uh, best name in MMA. Can you can you give me a breakdown of if he's any good or not? Because I really need him to be very good.
1: Uh, he came in pretty hyped, and he has yet to win two fights in a
0: row in the UFC. And that's not good. So he goes, he goes every other. I mean, he could be looking at
1: getting cut right now. That um, that kid from Methuen, I think it was. Yeah, was he beat him. On short notice. Yeah. Um, and he's not like a young touted prospect necessarily. He's he's been around for a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, Andre Touchy-Feely is what, what a name. Yeah,
1: I mean, I root for Andre Touchy-Feely just based on the
0: name alone. Right, and again, I don't, I don't approve of anybody being Touchy-Feely in real life, but if your last name is Feely and your first name is Andre, which isn't, I guess doesn't matter that much, but Andre Touchy-Feely is phenomenal. That's a yeah. phenomenal name. And, and you're a fighter. Yeah, and you're a <laughs> fighter, right, right, because you're going to be, yeah, and, and you're, you're, you're grappling at least some of the time, so you're, t- you're, you're being Touchy-Feely anyway. Yeah. Okay, but I meant to say, speaking of sustainability or lack thereof, the, the Manua fight did not have a lot of sustainability. It ended in about 15 seconds. And my favorite part is that Manua was a heavy favorite, I believe. Yes. And you, a- you literally texted to me this one. You texted me your choices. You were said Manua, Lawler, Cyborg, Woodley, and Jones. You actually went four and one, but you were 0 and one to start because I was writing to you, yeah, this is going to be a bloodbath for Manua. And then it was, but it was actually a bloodbath on Manuha. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I have, I'll tell you, like that,
1: uh, and I can't, the name's not even coming to me offhand. He, that's only his third fight in the UFC. They've all been this year in 2017. So he is a guy I literally have only seen fight
0: three times. Wow, he's fought three times already. Wow. Up. Yeah.
1: And he, he could be one of the top fighters in the division right now. Um, did he earn a John Jones fight? No.
0: He didn't earn oh, is team. that the same? That's the same uh, division. Yeah. Oh, John Jones would do bad things to him.
1: Um, yeah. And but I mean, I, I'll tell you, you don't want to get in there and stand and trade with
0: him. No, clearly not. That guy. That guy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> he caught. He caught Manu on the side of the ear, kind of behind the behind the ear there on the neck, and the guys couldn't recover. All yeah. right, we talked about the Lawler fight a, a little bit. I mean, Lawler clearly won a very fun and entertaining match. Um, what what division is that? How heavy are those dudes? Law that's middleweight. Okay, so they they're smaller than Manua, smaller than, than Jones, obviously.
1: Yeah, that like, is. Um, yes, I, I I love watching Robbie Lawler fight. He is a. Uh, that, that's not middleweight. I'm sorry. That's uh, that's whatever uh, Woodley is. Because Woodley beat.
0: Oh, it's this, okay. It's the same one. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Isn't it welterweight? Uh, is it welterweight? Is a little maybe.
1: Light morning, little light on sleep, but. Robbie Lawler is uh, one of my favorite guys to watch fight. He's he's entertaining. He's brutal. He loves to fight, and he is he's the type of guy who he should have more of a following than he does. He's been champion. Um, he maybe
0: his name, maybe because maybe because his name is Robbie.
1: Yeah, it could be. That's a tough uh, that's a tough break, Robbie Viano. Hope you're listening this week.
0: Well, that's why he goes by Rob. <laughs> you know, he goes by the Raviator. Okay. Well, he could start going by ruthless Robbie. Also, Rob Viano, Rob Viano is not a, a mixed martial arts professional fighter either. I mean, you can go by Robbie, but you know, yeah, you know, Robbie Hart was the best wedding singer of all time. But Robbie Lawler sounds like a wedding singer, not like a not like a wrestler. Wrestler, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Lawler fights, and he gets in
1: there, and he and he brawls and he wanted to brawl Cerrone last
0: night. Yeah. Uh, and Cerrone's always happy to brawl. He was last
1: night. Um, it, it was just, that was that was a fun fight to watch. That Out of all the fights, that in the D.C. Jones fight, I think, lived up to the hype the
0: most. Right, right. Well, the problem uh, with the, the, go ahead, sorry, yeah. No, 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 I was kind of trailing off, so jump in. Perfect, here we go then. I was going to bring up the Chris Cyborg fight. So the woman she fought uh, was incredibly game competitively from a standpoint of she was going to make, Cyborg beat her for real. You know, she was definitely only, probably overmatched athletically from a firepower and dangerous standpoint, but was not overmatched professionally. Like, she's a professional no. fighter. And with not, not with heart. I, I have, you know, and I think we've talked about this before.
1: Um, I, I don't really follow a ton of women's MMA. And so certainly, like, especially, like, I don't do deep dives into
0: women's yeah, MMA. Yeah, and that probably but makes you less fighting. creepy, so that's good.
1: In the UFC for that long. I don't know anything about him. And that was Evinger's
0: first fight in the UFC. That's right. Uh, She comes in, willing to
1: fight someone literally no one wants to fight. No woman wants to fight Chris Cyborg. Um, Clearly, because...
0: And we learned why. At
1: some point, (laughs) it is realistically that Chris Cyborg might murder someone in, in the octagon.
0: Right, and that wouldn't even be like she was trying to murder them. That would be like, for instance, if Evanger wasn't, it's Evanger, right? Yeah. If she wasn't prepared last night and she was very prepared, she could have died. I mean, honestly, it's, its cyborgs right. are, and, and the good news is cyborg was pretty measured. Um, she figured in, in five rounds she'd get a shot to knock her out, and she did. Um, yeah, it's, um, you know,
1: whenever you come in and you, you earn a title fight and the person you were going to fight says, no, no, no.
0: I'll just stop being champion. Take the title. Take the title. <laughs> I don't
1: I don't want it. I don't want
0: it, you know. Right. So, um, that De Romero chick. So I think De I actually know her name.
1: Yeah, Cyborg versus Holm, which I think will be a great fight.
0: You do. But okay, okay cuz that's in there And
1: they're trade with her.
0: You think Holly Holm it'll be a great fight, but who did Holly Holm lose to? Like Misha Tate. Yeah,
1: Holly Holm, but see Holly Holm is, is losing to women who are wrestlers, but, I mean, she also, she, she destroyed Rousey, who's, who's a great wrestler. I think Holm is a, I think Holm cyborg could sneakily be maybe the best women's fight of all time.
0: Well, it certainly will be, what, what two strikers, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, two people, In Holm hits.
0: She does. So I mean, she she definitely cyborg brutalized Ronda Rousey, who, for sure.
1: Who hits like Holly Holm. Um, and I think Holly Holm can watch that and see this Evinger, Tanya Evinger, take punishment and say, okay, you can get in there and, and trade with, with Cyborg. Yeah. So if you get Holm who will get in there and trade with her, hey, she has a much better shot of knocking her out than Evinger. I mean, Evinger did
0: nothing. Well, Evinger definitely, from again, from an offensive standpoint, Evanger had no shot.
1: Yeah, it, it, you know, it brings you back to, I don't know if you ever, saw, you probably saw them when you were in middle school, maybe even engaged in them. Middle school fights, but you all saw one of those middle school fights where one kid just got absolutely destroyed for a few minutes. But everybody respects them afterwards because they don't cry and they're like, "Yeah, right, like you, t- you took your licking. <laughs> you know, you didn't run away or cry or." And that's what Evan did. She just got in there and got beat up for close to fifteen minutes. Yeah,
0: uh, and can't falter for that. Back. No, so so let me ask you this: This is outlandish and it will never happen, but. Let's say the Holly Holm fight happens great. Let's say it's a great fight even, but let's say it's not a great fight or let's say it runs its course or let's say Cyborg takes it to a whole new level. Yeah. They would never actually have her fight dudes. And I'm not advocating, one, that she fights a dude who's her size or two, she fights a dude like me or you who have no idea what we're doing. But what if she fought a dude who was like 20 pounds lighter than her? Would she have a shot? So this And I'm not trying to make you in the John McEnroe world. I'm just saying like, would that be more safe and more exciting potentially than her just beating up women for the next ten years?
1: So this goes to a great thing that you said you missed on the drive home. But following his fight, John Jones called out Brock Lesnar, and in it, doing it specifically said, "Hey, Brock Lesnar, how would you like to get your ass kicked by someone who weighs forty pounds less than
0: you?" Right, because and I wanted to bring that up in a minute, but that's a good segue, which is like that way it's. It's a little more fair, whether it's men and women or just from a weight standpoint, if the person with the lack of weight is is, is either stronger or more skilled or whatever, um, right. or faster right. or faster, something that will actually make the David and Goliath or the the spectacle freak show work, you know. So, yeah. so do you do you? Th- I mean, they would. <laughs> I definitely don't want to go down the road of um, gender issues or gender identity, but no, 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 that's not the place for this. <laughs> Right, but I'm saying, like, so you think there's no way she fights a dude?
1: So here's the thing, and here's what can wear on you as a UFC fan. Um, Dana White loves this crap. Dana White loves John Jones coming out and talking about calling out Brock Lesnar, you know what I mean? Dana White's fine with Conor McGregor going to box Floyd Mayweather. Uh, he loves the spectacle of it. He loves anything that's going to make him money. So I think there's a realistic chance... I don't think it's a high percentage, but I think there's a realistic chance that Dana White gives Brock Lesnar some sort of exemption to fight Jon Jones. I do not want that to happen. I think Jones should fight Alex Gustafson again, which was probably Jones' best fight, the one he came closest to losing. From a fight standpoint, I'd much rather watch Jones Gustafson too. Um, But the average fan, you know, or not the average fan, but... You know, the people who were going to the bar last night, yeah. for example, where he's making all of that money, they they aren't going to go to the bar for Jones Gustafson, too, probably, because they don't know who Alex Gustafson <laughs> is.
0: Right, Gustafson's got to do a better people job of not living under a rock.
1: For Jones Lester. Now, there was always speculation that Dana White loved, could could Ronda Rousey beat a man? Could Ronda Rousey beat a man? Yeah. I don't say he was ever going to have Ronda Rousey fight a man, right. but he loves people talking about it. So I know Dana White is gonna love people talking about does Chris Cyborg fight a man? It won't happen. It shouldn't happen. Um, but can you imagine the hot takes you would hear on that?
0: Well, exactly. And again, it can't be. It can't be like a dude. It can't be like me fighting her. Or I mean, I'm way, way heavier than she is. It can't be like you fighting her, and it's like, well, they're the same weight. Well, it's like, yeah, but this guy's a school teacher, and she's a monster in the ring. Right.
1: Exactly. When I say talk about fighting man, I'm talking about a professional.
0: Yeah, and, but obviously, also, not somebody who's her size, I don't think. I think the person would have to be a little bit lighter. Smaller. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, they'd have to be smaller. But um, the idea of me fighting
0: Chris Cyborg would be just... I, I would I be mean, I, I'd pay to watch it, but do you're this, my friend. Do you, do, you
1: know, do you know where you'd make a ton of money? Anybody who's been in Denim Middle School in the past fifteen years yeah. would pay for any kid would
0: be like, "Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pay for." Yeah, man, that fight matter. would have to be staged like just on the Denim Mass Town terrible. Common. Yeah, okay, I like it. All right, well, let's let's talk about this Lesnar, this Lesnar Jones thing. So Lesnar must literally outweigh him by forty pounds.
1: Yeah, forty pounds. Um,
0: do you real Do you really give Jones a chance in that? I do not. Here's the thing apparently some reports have Jones partying again and Jones loves to Jones is
1: Jones is yeah you know probably the best fighter that has ever gone into the octagon at least maybe Anderson Silva in his prime was a better fighter yeah um but Jones thrives on the
0: attention on the the spectacle of it yeah. he loves to run his mouth he yeah. is I mean, he's Donald Trump to an extent. Do you know what I mean? Fine, he's, yeah. He's, he's loud. He's brash. He knows that getting attention gets him money. Right. Right? Because let's let's take, for example, I watch it all the time. I forgot just briefly that Robbie Lawler was a welterweight, not a middleweight. Right. And Robbie Lawler's a champion. Right. And Robbie Lawler is not making anywhere near the money John Jones is. Correct. Because John Jones is such a character. He's a personality, yeah. He's a personality,
1: and that's, and that's what he does, and he does a genius job of it. Um, okay, I but... See, no, I mean, it's just not going to be... What will Lesnar do if Lesnar throws Jones, Jones down to the ground once? It's
0: slays over. On him, it's over. It's over. Right.
1: It's over. I don't want to watch that. Um,
0: well, right, well, let me ask you this about Jones Because John Jones, if he wanted to fight Lesnar, he would have to get... A weekly pass to the Cheesecake Factory and order the entire menu because he'd need to put on like thirty pounds.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? Here's what could be interesting: is that Jones would not need to do any sort of weight cut
0: at all. So right, he could blow up a little. He could blow up a little bit. Yeah. So he could go into. I mean, theoretically, he would go into that fight at two at two twenty. Deal with the toughest part of training. Camp. Right. Yeah, he could probably go on a 225 easy and and still be in pretty fast, good shape because he's just at his natural body weight, right? Okay. And so if
1: you set it at a... Even if you set it at... Let's say you set it at a 40-pound limit, Lesnar's still going to have to drop cut weight. Yeah, which is hard. Lesnar's still going to have to go through that. So how much does that even things out? I don't know. How good is John Jones? I don't know. I do know the UFC loves this discussion happening right now. Right. um, Because... Let's, let's take you, for example, like an average fan. You know, you watch some. You don't watch, watch them
0: all. You probably don't know a ton about Alexander Gustafson. I don't. You no, know, Brock Lesnar is.
1: And Jones Lesnar would probably get you back to that bar.
0: Well, so yeah, right. Or, or, or working harder at finding a friend who was getting the fight. Yeah. Right. All right, well, let me ask you this about... I want to cover the last couple fights because they actually they, – they play into – well, the last fight, excuse me, plays – and it wasn't the final fight, but the final fight for us to talk about, which is the Woodley fight, which actually plays a little bit into the Floyd Mayweather-Conor um, McGregor fight, the boxer, boxing match. So you wrote to me Woodley, you know, quote, most boring champ ever, question mark, and I actually was thinking along similar lines last night, which was um, – Floyd Mayweather may be the most boring 49 and0 fighter of all time. And, and my only take would be Woodley's got to do a better job of em- embracing being the John Jones or Floyd Mayweather trash talking heel because no you can't be a babyface if you're a boring champion. you can't. And he's got too much talent to really get in any danger against these guys, which means he's got to piss people off and make them want him to lose, to want to pay to see him. Because right now, I would never pay to see him fight again, even though he was supremely talented and dominated that dude for, for 25 minutes.
1: Yeah, and so, so here's the thing. Woodley has the best
0: takedown defense probably in... Yeah, that guy was like 0 for 23. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, and Damian Maya is a
0: hell of a grab. He's like a takedown specialist, and he went 0 for 23. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, no,
0: you can't... I mean... Woodley
1: is just insane takedown defense. Okay, so that's great if you're going to get up there and, and, and trade. But what Woodley did is just avoid takedowns for the entire fight. Um, now, Woodley uh, you know, says it's because Maya is a specialist, but he also just had an incredibly boring fight against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Um, Tough nickname. So did, he knocked out... But what he did to Robbie Lawler is what he says he's capable of in most fights where he just went up and just destroyed Robbie Lawler in the first round to win the championship, you know? Then you got to um, do that. That's
0: what makes you money. I mean, I know that being the champ makes you money, but you make more money. Like Cerrone, I know who Cerrone is because Cerrone's taking, taking shots every night, you know? Yeah, and here's the thing. If John Jones is the epitome
1: of what they want in a UFC fighter where he's in supremely talented in a supreme personality— Woodley needs to work on that, like you were getting at, that other part of his game. He needs to work on some sort of, like, I don't know, character or something, because you're just not going to get people to watch someone avoid takedowns. And even if someone watches all these fights, if you're going to avoid takedowns, throw something. That was, you probably heard them mention it,
0: the least least amount
1: of strikes in any championship
0: fight ever. Right congratulations you played yourself (laughs) to quote my man dj Khaled, the only thing you don't want to do is play yourself you played yourself congratulations you played yourself um okay so i think Woodley. he he looks great he's like in terms of he's he's, he's a specimen athletically he's a good looking dude he's got a good vibe he's got good intensity and then he gets in the ring and he just i get it he's talented he's on cruise control but yeah, everybody in the bar was booing. Everybody at, at the Honda Center in Anaheim was booing. Joe Rogan had, yeah. had to bring it up. Joe Rogan had to bring it up. And I get it. Like, you're a technical, boring champion. But this is definitely a sport that doesn't care about technical, boring champions. Right. And so Woodley's defense to that is that he is
1: not a technical champion. He was just – and to an extent, you have to feel – I mean, I don't know about feel for him because he won the fight and is still the champion. But yeah. Damian Maya, just – you – he, you go in and you throw something and you're off kilter a little bit. Maya's jujitsu was is so next level that he's going to get you down. He's going to take you
0: down. Well, part, part, of the the, yeah, is, part of the problem with genius or being, you know, say, you know scintillatingly good at something is that even when you're like, he made beating Maya look very easy last night. Yeah. Even though, to your point, to, to avoid any takedowns when the guy tried 23 of them and he's the best takedown specialist to ever live, arguably – and the guy went over 23. If you were like a fighting instructor, you would be like, oh, my God, Woodley is otherworldly. Right. Yeah. But all I see is some He's guy who's out. getting out of a toehold and is like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. and I don't like it. it.
1: He did. And, well, what the, I mean, the slightly entertaining part of all of that was Woodley didn't even care about what it looked like. I mean, he just pulled his and ran around the ring. Like, there was yeah. a number of times where he just pulled his leg out. That's impressive against anybody.
0: No question. Never mind
1: against a guy who is next level at specifically doing
0: that. Right, but it's like, you know, but it's not gonna get you paid. Right. Like it's, I don't watch bowling on Sunday, I don't, it's, bowling it's, I don't watch bowling on Sunday afternoons. Those guys are really good at bowling. I don't give a damn. Right. And the yeah. only one I know, the only one I know is Pete Weber because he used to do the Rob Van Dam PDW and like be like he was the heel. <laughs> like the only bowler I know is because he was like a jerk. And so he right. hated. Right, Woodley's, yeah. if Woodley wants to get paid, he's got to be—he's got to be a jerk, or he's got to commit to just blowing people up, Chris Tyborg style, so and that's that it. So that was his
1: request. He wants somebody, and I can't remember if he called out anybody specifically. He wants somebody. I, I wonder if he should fight Lother again. Yeah. I, I, if I was Dana, or I can't remember who's setting up the fights now that Joe whatever left, um, that's what I would do: is give him Lother and see if he can do it against Robbie Lother again.
0: Okay. All right, well, let's talk about Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor because that's the crossover appeal that I'll probably market this podcast with. To be frank, <laughs> so yes. thanks for sticking around, everybody. Um, I, I think I was thinking about this last night when I was walking home from from okay. the, I was walking from the bar to, to my car, you know. Yeah. And Mayweather's forty nine and now, yes. And if I look at some of the guys he's beaten, okay, he's. Beat Miguel Cotto, who's a consummate multi-division professional and champion. He yeah. he made him look. He made Cotto look pretty silly. He made Saul Canelo Alvarez, who's only lost one fight ever to, to Mayweather, look silly. Um, for, Saul Alvarez is going to fight Triple G two weeks. You know, in, in, in September, Triple G, Gennady Golovkin is like the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, and people think Saul's ready for him. Um, he's Albeit Pacquiao is obviously you know, 40 years old now, but he, he made Pacquiao look fairly silly. Uh, now, he does it in a defensive way and in a way that's very annoying, like Woodley does, but he's a big personality. But if I look at the fighters, Sugar Mo- Shane Mosley, that, that Floyd has fought, yeah. I don't even have to worry about did, could Floyd beat McGregor. I'm thinking, like, can McGregor beat Miguel Cotto in a boxing match? No. Can, McGreg- yeah. can McGregor beat Saul Canelo Alvarez in a boxing match? No, can he beat Sugar Shane Mosley? No. So why the hell am I even engaging? And can, can Floyd Mayweather beat this guy? Because Floyd Mayweather beat all those guys and made him look silly. Yeah.
1: And, and here's the here's the frustrating part. It's and I mean Mayweather has done it. Everything we just started talking about Woodley with Mayweather has been able to be successful because he
0: has that personality, and also because he's so easy to hate because he is a despicable human being. Right, but he just played that up.
1: Right, right. So he's. I mean. Realistically, who wants to watch Floyd Mayweather fight? I I don't. You know, Floyd Mayweather, to me, is really what started the downfall of boxing. And what, I don't know about, downfall maybe is a strong word, but really, boxing the last few years
0: has been the least watched it's been in a long time. Sure. Um. I mean, think of all the big fights. The big fights are all on Showtime or HBO. How many real boxing pay-per-views can they even pull off anymore? Not a lot. Not a lot.
1: Um, certainly not as many as when we were younger, you know. Definitely not. Uh, and Floyd Mayweather's a big part of that. But he's built up the personality. He makes a ton of money. Um, I give this fight a 1% chance of being anything worth watching. Right. Here's the thing, though, and here's what's going
0: to drive sales for that. Right. If that one percent hits, I don't want to not have seen it. That's right. I don't not and not have watched it. If it's that one percent chance that this is a really good fight, I don't want to be like, "Oh crap, I didn't watch it." You know what I mean? Right. This is the ultimate fine Ten guys
1: put in ten bucks each to order this because who cares if you spend ten bucks to watch some Floyd Mayweather sit there for? Five rounds. when McGregor tires himself out, and then just beat the snot out of
0: him. Right, and that's the uh, I'm not going to spend a hundred bucks to watch that. <laughs> Definitely not. And to all those guys out there, hey, throw an eight bucks and get it in HD. You know, do yourself a favor. Right. <laughs> set, a, I mean, set a seven, throw an eight. Still get the, sell pay-per-views in SD, and every time I order one, I always have that brief moment of panic of, oh crap! Did I just I order, order this in, this in, in SD yeah. version? Believe me, the S- SD is not something you want to be involved with. You want to be involved with no. H- HD, okay? Um, all right, man. And then you got some news on Joe, Joe Rogan's leaving. Is that real? Yeah, well, he
1: announced that last year, end of last year. He's phasing out. They have not announced any official replacement, but I am officially on the Dominic Cruz bandwagon. He is a fantastic color commentator. He's probably already better than Joe Rogan.
0: Was he a fighter? This is me showing my ignorance. I mean, he was a champion. Okay, cool. He, I, he still may be fighting. Um, he lost his last
1: fight to Cody No Love Garbrandt, um, who is, I don't know if you know Cody Garbrandt, but he is, if you were to close your eyes and like picture and design the most stereotypical MMA guy you could. Yeah, he's the guy. It, you would come up with Cody, no love Garbrandt. He is, like, just a trashy human being. Um, but a great fighter, undefeated. Um, so he beat Cruz. I Cruz has had so many injury problems that, um he might just decide he's done with that and he's going to make his money doing this because he's had to take years off and all that. He uh, might be done battling all of it.
0: I just, he does a hell of a job. I just, a hate, job. I just hate the, I hate the idea of seeing Joe Rogan not be, uh, not be involved. He has a great job.
1: Yeah, I think he'll still be involved in some capacity and I think, I mean, the way Joe Rogan became a color commentator gives hope to people like you and I. He was literally just some guy who liked to go, I mean, he was famous so we don't have that hope. But, he, was, he, he took the job for free so he could get tickets for his
0: friends, Yeah. and he was first offered the
1: job. He said, no, I just want to go and drink and watch fights. And then they were
0: like, why don't you just do this? Why don't, we just, like why don't we just pay you? Yeah, right. Right. Nice. Well, that's cool, man. Well, I don't want to see Joe go, but it sounds like you got a guy in cruise you might like. All right, well, hey, good pay-per-view overall, I thought.
1: Yeah, I, it didn't quite match the hype that it could have been, but it was close. Yeah. I think that was a. um, Only one fight went to decision on the
0: main card. That's right. Had some knockouts. You know, had some TKOs. Two fights. fights. It was three. Yeah, two fights. But still, uh, one of the fights was the Woodley fight, which was kind of whatever. And the other fight was an amazing fight. Yeah, it was a great fight. Yeah, the Cerrone fight. It was a great fight. All right. So, anyway, a couple places listening real quick Um, Luanda, Angola. Wow. Welcome, that's phenomenal in Netherlands which I don't know if that's anywhere near where I was when I was in the Netherlands But thank you And then Stuttgart, Germany uh, The Germans have been really listening to the show a lot lately So props to the Germans Hallo, as they like to say over there And uh, Well that's really more of a Dutch thing But my friends in, um, in Virginia have come back uh, Excellent Ashton, Virginia has been in the house all summer So I want to give them some props too Still don't know who you are, still love you and uh, we'll get out of here on that Andrew Patterson thanks for being on buddy uh, and giving us exactly. the UFC, your UFC stuff always
1: always happy to deep dive into some UFC stuff since I literally only have like one or two friends who watch it and I never get to talk about it I only get to watch it
0: and now you get to share it with the world via filibusterfreestyle.com talk to you soon buddy filibuster freestyle that's the end of the podcast folks follow us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes thanks it's What's